welcome back to the Crazy Poultry Podcast for another one catch-up, but one really recent mm-hmm. review. Uh, technically, we've already just now recorded our Oscar predictions, but this is going to come out before it because, you know, <laughs> there's quite a big release that just recently happened, so I'm going to get this out there now. But still here, uh, Ian Gallo Loco, and still with me is Mr. Nickers Chickenwood. Hiya. Uh, so we're actually going to get into two films that have come out recently that we have both seen. Uh, one we saw last week and one we just literally saw last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, two of them have something, have a couple things in the vein as far as, I can only guess for one of us, but for one, they were both pretty anticipated actually. Yeah, yeah. And both start with a C. Mm. And uh, if you want to say, also angry fighting beast. <laughs> like, I want to see one of these characters from this movie fight the other one and see who actually comes out on top. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But the first one is Cocaine Bear. Initially, the concept idea came out, and then when the trailer finally dropped, I was like, this looks insane. And, yes, say, inspired by a true story, yes, this is actually something that did technically happen, where tons of cocaine got dropped, and a bear ate like a big brick of it. But as far as everything else, uh, yeah, that's uh, Liberties right there. (laughs) Because it didn't go on a killing rampage. It basically just suffered massive heart attack, uh, dehydration, all of a sudden it just died in like three hours. Um, And you want to know a fun fact? You want to know what the name of that bear was given by the museum that shows the body? Casper? Pablo Escobar. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, you you wow. went a little too creative with your. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much the story about 
bear that eats cocaine starts going on a killing spree. You know, we have uh, I we have O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character. He's like kind of like a hustler. We have oh, what's his name? He played Solo. Oh, uh, Aiden Ehrenreich. Yeah, as like his some maybe friend who's been going through some stuff. Yeah. We have a. Gosh, again, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Carrie. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell, who plays a mom character. There's also two kids, of course, that are in this. Uh, and the famous last performance from Ray Liotta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his last movie before he passed away that he had filmed, Cocaine Bear, uh, which I want to say right off the bat, I think he approached that perfectly, where he was like, I have to be super serious at this moment but then just go wait what <laughs> what <laughs> um and yeah just bear killing people you know that just just things happen um i want to just say that this also could be the first movie that i would give this year to start off with i have to give it almost two different grades because there's the experience. Oh, it was great. And then there's just thinking about it afterwards. Because um, the experience, that's what I was just most excited for. Uh, it was us, Damon, and then our other friend who we call Bear. <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah, which I said, she should just get in for free oh, just by saying, I'm Bear. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, fun enough... Uh, if you went to the Kent Session stand, decided to buy some gummy bears and say you were seeing Cocaine Bear, you got them for free. <laughs> I wish they would have put uh, powdered sugar on them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just a little touch, you know. Well, we I actually had powdered donuts at home. Oh. And I thought about bringing one of yeah. them right before I entered the theater and yeah. just go like this, <laughs> right on my nose. Oh, God. I'm ready. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and actually the, even though the theater wasn't that big, I think it was kind of like one of the more medium size. Like four. Well, yeah, number four. Um, there actually was a fair amount of people in there mm-hmm. for the time that that was at. Cause it was like, you know, I think it was like a four, no, it was like a three thirty showing. Like so, so, before, yeah. so before four. And the fact that like the theater was like almost halfway uh-huh. I was like it's eh, kind of impressive um, and though that's always like that when we were walking in there and somebody I uh, think Damon Bear and them were like at the concession I saw this like six foot nine guy show up and I'm like oh no <laughs> please don't get in front of me, don't sit in front of me yeah. so that's why I wanted to rush in there to try to find like a location where I was mm-hmm. like we will not have anybody there yeah. uh, because I just knew that was going to happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you've seen the trailer, pretty much that's what you get. Uh, I would, somebody, I think somebody would like try to make the argument that the best things are in the trailer. Eh, there's a few moments that aren't that are actually pretty cool. Um, but as, and as far as, yeah, we can get it right out of the way. Yeah. The bear looks fake. Oh, it always bad. does. It looks really bad, yeah. But I think I, that was intention. I think that was in on the joke. Yeah. Um, and also, funny enough, the, 
a number of people didn't realize it until they probably saw it, that this was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And I knew that going in. I was just like, I, don't think I knew that. How did she get this? How did this fall onto her lap? She just she saw the story one day and she's like, I want to fucking make a movie out of that, you know? I think she was just given it. Probably. Because uh, she's, she's only done a few things mm-hmm. as far as that. Um, but she was like, well, what job can I get? And they're like, well, there's Cocaine Bear. <laughs> she's like, okay. How much of a budget can I get for that? <laughs> well, that was another question I kept on having, and they didn't actually even release the budget mm-hmm. until the weekend ended. And it was 30 to 35 mil. And I'm pretty sure most of that went to the cast because it's actually uh, kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah. With the cast they did get. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to picture that a fourth of that went to Ray. <laughs> Probably. Because um, he was the biggest name in mm-hmm. there. If you don't. Yeah, because he is a bit more seasoned than, you know, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty much the bear killing people. And then, like, all these other people have, like, storylines going on. Uh, Carrie's looking for her daughter, mm-hmm. who is with. Uh, Another child character, uh, I think his name was Hunter, I think. Um, oh, the little boy. Yeah, the little boy. Henry. Henry. Start with an H. Close. Um, who I actually thought was pretty funny. I've seen him in something else, though. I think he may have been something recent. Yeah, I uh, And then you have O'Shea Jackson and a uh, guy from Solo uh, yeah. that... They're trying to find the cocaine because they're... they owe some people money. I think it was Ray. Oh, that's right, because he was because he was in charge of the cocaine, and Ray they played... and they were the distributors. Sh- yeah, Ray played Aaron's dad. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was kind of like the family theme, mm-hmm. <laughs> family yeah. theme throughout yeah. Cocaine Bear, um, and they just kind of like merged together with the bear destruction happening. Uh, and I'm going to say everything with the bear was the best thing because yeah. it was way brutaler than I thought it could be. But I also was like, I think it's R, so it might be. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, I caught on to the whole CGI looking bad and I was like, I don't care. I think this is the joke. And like, we're ever going to have a real bear do this. We, we really don't do that. Um, and yeah, I actually kind of accrue to care about the bear a little bit, which is surprising how he doesn't really have emotion there. Uh, but again, it's like it's just an animal, so yeah. Um, it and like I said, the number one thing was the experience. I I had a blast. I was laughing, you know. Bear, bear clearly said God. some shit that was hilarious. And I saw every time she got scared. Every time, it just made me laugh. Um, Damon and I had some good reactions to it. Uh, I I would then just say that it's not only until afterwards when you really start to think about some things that are like, there's not much character in this. Like, Carrie, she really doesn't have a whole lot to her. She's just a mom looking for her kid. Uh, well, the character that confused me was Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character, and which was he was the one that the park ranger was in love with, the lady. Oh yeah, 
and I didn't even recognize it was him because yeah, like, the, the wig and like the mustache. I was like, it wasn't oh, until God, he started talking. I yeah. was like, wait, yeah. the guy from Modern Family. Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a big thing. It's just like I don't, I didn't know what. To me, there was the the comedy of the woods ranger being clearly into him. <laughs> But being horrible at it. <laughs> oh, like a third wheel because uh, Carrie Russell came along and pissed her off. Yeah, she was like, even though I she was alone. Yeah, even though she wasn't trying anything. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I also thought the park ranger woman actually stole a number of lines yeah, too. Like when she accidentally shoots somebody in the head, that was unexpected. Oh, <laughs> like the whole movie, she couldn't name it in. <laughs> yeah, how did you get this job no, and no, the yeah. permit? <laughs> A big ass revolver. Yeah, um, and I want to say that surprisingly, there was one character that never got messed by with the bear. You know who that was? Hang on. <laughs> He had so he had so much stuff done to him, but the bear actually never ever touched him. Was it the uh, one of the punks? No. Was it O'Shea? Yeah. Oh, okay. He had so much shit happen yeah, to him, but he right. never had the bear hurt him. He was definitely close to it. Yeah. Yeah. He he gets his finger shot shot oh, off. Damn, yeah. fucking hurt. Um, and uh. I thought also the uh, detective cop that was involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought he kind of stole... I've seen him and stuff, too. Yeah. A lot of things. I recognize his face, but I never... His voice, too. Yeah. But I thought he stole the movie, too. I thought he was hilarious. It's funny. Well, let's see what will (laughs) happen. And uh, Ray just shows up when he has to. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's... That was sad. Yeah. Um... And, of course, if they were like, well, who of this cast is going to end up being looking like the biggest dick? It's going to be Ray Liotta. <laughs> he is the main villain here. If you don't count the cartel that are after him and his family. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's only when you, I then started to think about the other characters. I was just like, there wasn't a whole lot really to them. And the thing that drove me a little weep nuts was the I think you referenced them, the punk characters. Yeah. Because they were like, they're ch- they're children. And I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, they didn't look like children. They look like older teenagers. They fly like getting close to college, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was a weird thing to me. You know? But, um, I mean, I would not say that I would ever be watching a movie called Cocaine Bear and try to have like this high bar of like yeah. you know excellence and like filmmaking writing and things like that I, I would just go for the experience I knew what I was getting into I knew it was looked like a literally an 80s thriller comedy about a bear that ingests cocaine and goes on a bloody rampage you know what you're getting into yeah. with this mixed with those uh, monster killer 70 movies mm-hmm. like a uh, grizzly yeah or orca mm-hmm. or things like that um it just kind of rode the line of, well, we know what we are and we're having fun with it, but then they're like, well, we got, we're now going to try to be a little bit serious, somewhat, and I felt like it would have been better if they just fully dedicated to the stupidity. You're <laughs> this, probably right. Um, and the fact that it's only an 
a little over an hour and a half, which I was honestly at the time very excited for because the stuff I was watching for Oscar things, I was like two and a half yeah, hours every time. Every one, yeah. Uh, so I was actually looking forward to an hour and a half of fun. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's not really a whole lot of deep shit here. I mean, we could only the only things we could spoil are the deaths, which. There's one death that happens in a tree that I was like, oh, shit. There's that one, and then I'm, to me, there was one involving a uh, gurney. Yeah. That one was pretty. I'm not going to go into that, but holy hell. That was a new one to me. I I had not seen that yet, yeah. so I'll give him that. Um, definitely some creativity there. Uh, it just would have probably benefited from more, like, later... <laughs> Jasonism, <laughs> like Jason X, go that go that route. Yep. Um, or uh, even fucking Chucky stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, it's also that it's an animal doing this. So, which I don't know. You could make the argument that Jason is just a giant beast. <laughs> well, zombie beast by this point. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I mean. I would say, because I feel like I would have to give these two different grades and then average it out, my experience, I give it a freaking A. <laughs> I had a ball, bear added to the experience. I, I had a good time in the theater. When I then think about the film as itself, probably a B-. minus. So, average, probably B. And, oddly enough... Because of what I had seen, what I'd seen so far of this year, it actually at one point, until was my second favorite movie of the year. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, because at first, at first, Megan was still my favorite. Same, movie. same. Um, I think just because of like the. The uneven acting is what I would call it because, you know, I think it, I like the parts mostly with the bear and a lot of the human interaction I didn't really like care about sometimes, but it was funny. I will give it that. And, uh, I mean, it, it did what it set out to do. You know, it's, it kind of just, if you're in the mood for like a silly horror comedy, it more than satisfies your needs. You know what I mean? It just not, it's not, if you see the. A trailer to that, you're not going to go into it saying it's going to, like you said, not going to be a freaking masterpiece. You know, it's just some like the bear looked terrible, but that was the intention. Yeah. So I, I really knew what I was getting into when I saw this, but I, I had some laughs, you know, and I knew it wasn't going to be a serious movie. So with the experience, I will kind of go similar to you. I'll go A minus because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just laughing at bear the whole time. She's like, yeah. Oh, the bear's gonna get you. The bear's gonna get you. And she would like vocalize that. I'm like, oh my god, bear, seriously. Um, as far as the movie goes, I'd probably give it a C plus. So it averages maybe to like a B minus, yeah. B somewhere around there. So yeah, it was. I, I'm just still more surprised that so far up to this year, I have personally preferred Cocaine Bear and an M Night Shyamalan movie. Over a Marvel movie. Yeah. There's been a very, for me, okay and bad years. But that has been against only March. Yeah. There's been like a couple that I've been actually 
thought were decent are actually like. So. This actually was supposed to, I think, be the start of things. Yeah. Like March is re- loaded. Like, like ramping up. Yeah. Even though I personally was hearing some things came out in January that were actually pretty good. Oh, I, I brought, just, I brought I just didn't go see them. Yeah, I missed them. Um, but Megan being the biggest surprise for how yeah. much I've enjoyed that. Uh, and I was so convinced. I thought Damon was there with us. And he's like, no, I wasn't. Yeah, Megan was pretty damn good. But still the weirdest one to me so far has been Infinity Pool. I didn't. I, Holy I wanted to go see that, but. I mean, I, I saw Mia Goth and I was like, yeah. oh, I got to go see that. Uh, yeah, that's that's been the weirdest. That's up there with men for me. Hmm. As being fucking weird and out there. So, but you'll see. You'll understand what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I kind of want to try to watch it at some point. Yeah. Um, which, of course, I hear that's like a thing that people are either like really, really liking or really hating. Yeah. Like, it's, it's well. A, yeah, I was. I don't even know either. I'm, I'm still there, too. I, I got to watch it again. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but so, so then at Cocaine Bear last weekend, what we literally just saw mm. that was definitely a, in another anticipated movie. Absolutely. I just completely had forgotten that it was about to come out. I'm yeah, like, it's early oh, on. wait, what? I thought it was I, uh, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize until Wednesday when I looked at what was like playing. And I'm like, oh, like, wait. Oh, my God. Creed 3 came out. All right. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. on their shoulders. Hey, my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. No, nah, I ain't signing an autograph since you get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Damien. How long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Just got out last week. Glad to have you back. Uh-huh. I know I've been away a long time, but kept myself in shape. I got gas in the tank. Come by the gym. Thank you. Curious what happened with you two. Oh, you take. We was like brothers. I was the best though. But I never got a chance to prove that. That's cute. Trying to hurt people. I vouch for you. You think you mad? Try spending half your life in a cell. Why did somebody else live your life? I'm coming for everything. You threatening me? Something is going on with you. Damien was like family. Now we pass talking. Then maybe you just have to find out. Creed 3, which is also the directorial debut of Michael B. Jordan, which was definitely surprising when I saw that yeah. happening. Um, so, I guess kind of a quick, you know, summary of what we've already thought going in. So, first Creed, loved it. It was 
definitely in my top 10 of the year. It may have even been top two. Uh, thought that it was a very good sequel spinoff of Rocky because I'm like, it's it's continuing the story technically. Yeah. It's just some people are still considering it more of a spinoff, which I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. If that, that helps you out. Um, Creed 2 definitely has some mixed feelings from people that I've seen. I it's been a while since I've watched it, but I personally don't remember really enjoying it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the stuff with Drago, like seeing like how his life turned out also yeah. after losing to Rocky was pretty interesting. Um, but we now also get the first Rocky movie with no Rocky because Sylvester Stallone is still credited as a producer, mm-hmm. but you know, what he actually does is another question. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan Coogler is also still a producer. Mm-hmm. I think he actually still helps with some of the writing. Um, his, I think, brother is also still a writer sure, yeah. for it. And uh, it was either his brother or somebody that he really knew that uh, did Creed II. Um, but... That's because when Creed 2 was about to happen, what did Ryan Coogler get sat with? Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, eh, I don't think I have time for this. <laughs> um, but then, funny enough, Michael B. Jordan, T- Tessa Thompson are also in. It's like, right. so this is an alternate universe uh-huh. where Killmonger and Valkyrie end up. <laughs> wow, that'd be weird. That'd be really weird. That would be a cool what if, maybe. <laughs> um but so this is taking place uh i believe they say it's a couple of years after two three be like i'm being kind of laid back for like three years or something yeah. like that so like i i it's definitely like at that point of like um adonis aka creed like being like yeah i think i'm gonna hang it up yeah i mean he's been dominant and he's made his money yeah. I think it's time, you know, I, I love my record, it's time to hang it up. Yeah, and I think he actually would be technically, like, on the smarter end when he would be retiring. Oh, yeah. He's he's not really old. He's saved this. Even though he's had concussions. I know, yes, but I mean, I'm, but, he could've, it could have been worse. Yeah, so he has the right mindset of that, and everything's just going fine, you know. His daughter's going to school, Tessa, Tessa's continuing producing. That was another cool aspect was his daughter. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, a blast from the past shows up in the name of Damien. Damien Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which when I first heard it, I thought this said Damien. I was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. they call him Dame. Yeah, call him Dame. And I'm just like, damn it, Damien. Why right. are you here? <laughs> uh, played by Jonathan Majors, who... Wow, he is having awesome. a heck of a time he's already. Awesome. He he's like saving projects, right? Because he went from being Kang in Ant Man, which I haven't told you this, but yeah. he did carry that movie. No, I said that. Oh yeah, I agree I, with you. I thought that Kang was the best thing in that. Completely movie. agree with you. Uh, and it's just then so weird to see him like coming off as like the antagonist mm-hmm. for two separate movies, basically like weeks apart yeah yeah and they're completely different also 
because he his character has a history, of course, with Adonis. Knew him as a knew him as kids. He was clearly the older one. Mm-hmm. I think by like four something like years. that. It was it wasn't a lot. Um, but he even was actually boxing before. Yes. He, he kind of brought Adonis into that. So because that was his big dream that he wanted to do. Yep. Um, but then something happens, and he is put in jail for eighteen years. Right. And then. Not soon after he gets released, uh, who does he decide to go see? Adonis to hook back up and you know catch up. And I think that this is very cleverly weighed, where it's like they are buds, but they're also not. Like there's there's that looming tension with them. Yeah, you could, um, I could tell right off the bat. Like a, you know, when he turns and says. You don't remember who I am, do you? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just just the way that uh, he like just brings out like, yeah, yeah, I got you got this, you got this. I had this dream and stuff like that. And then he said like, I had to sit in that cell. I watched every one of your fights. Yeah. And it's like you thought he could have been living that life. Well, because the because I think that the really cool thing about the way that Jonathan Majors went about that is the way he was saying it. You could either be feeling like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I watched all your fights and you know I was just rooting for you yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But then there's also that feeling of, are you kind of being very passive aggressive right now though? Yeah. So I thought that was a great line that he was walking, and not only that, as far as being casted as you know Kang. And then when he then gets the part of this, Jonathan is like the most jacked actor yes. I've ever seen. Humongous. And he's also taller than yeah. uh, Michael B. Jordan, too. So when shit really starts to go down with them, he has so much more imposing on him. Fun fact, he wanted to get so big for this film, he said that, I think they, he either said it or they made him do it, that he ate 3,000 calories a day. Look. Get that big, and of course he, you know, he got super jacked for this dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, even even when he was wearing, funny enough, even when he was wearing that like sweatshirt jacket, you could tell, like right when you saw well, him, he was. I mean, yeah, when he was like in that sweatshirt, I'm like, if anybody is being fooled by this, right? I don't know how. Some part of me think though that's what he was going for for Adonis. Like he didn't want him, didn't yeah. to look at him like he was, you know, because he he literally had to tell him he was still in shape when they were at, at eating lunch together. Like yeah. he's going, I've been staying in shape. Yeah. Which I mean, you kind of could have guessed, but again, the way that he was just kind of clothed and the way he was acting, mm-hmm. like body language wise, um, but I just the. Part that I was just more much more interested in was just them talking and things like that, mm-hmm. um, because can't escape this. It's a sports movie, so if you've seen any sports, especially boxing wise, you know the formula that is going to happen. Um, definitely, there's going to be montages. Mm-hmm. Hell, Rocky Four is basically nothing but montages. Basically old movie, yeah, um, and. Uh, you could say that there's probably like a couple of things that maybe you would be like, 
yeah, I know where this is going to go and I know what's going to happen. Um, I will, however, say something that I had noticed, and maybe that's because they didn't want to try to give any kind of spoiler stuff away. I think that for one thing, this is actually the most cinematic boxing movie slash Creed movie. Because that final boxing thing that happens, I was just like, oh, this is actually like, you know, doing something very different visual-wise. Yeah, they're at a certain stadium. Yeah. I won't give that away. But just like the aesthetics, the way that everything just kind of droned out, mm-hmm. and then like even some weird visual effects that then happened. I was just like, you know, I, I give you credit for doing something actually a little different now. It was, yeah. Um, and then there's the thought of, so how is Michael B. as a director? While I don't think that he's necessarily like a flashy-ish director, I do think that he was at least experimenting with some things. But I actually kind of want to say that just as important, I think he's actually a very good director of actors. Because everybody acting, I thought, was really good. I, I completely agree. Um, when, whenever he is there and he's talking with Jonathan Majors, they just had a great friendship and chemistry yeah, there. I love their chemistry. Uh, I thought that him and Tessa still have very good chemistry, mm-hmm. even though I kind of felt like her character kind of got sidelined a little bit in this. I mean, they kind of are just like, yeah, you're there, but you're you're still a building block for Adonis. I think when you said something like that, I just I just thought about. It. I think his mom and his daughter yeah. were, were brought forth, and she kind of took a step back. Yeah, I, I mean, and even though technically she's not, she's in it a bit more than them. Yeah, but she just she kind of does say like, well, I'm not really doing much other than producing now she's not really rapping or singing anymore um but i you, you did mention her uh i think his daughter kind of steals a lot she's she's awesome. very awesome and adorable i know and having like a bunch of sign language stuff there i'm sure a lot of people are very happy about getting that kind of representation mm-hmm. also out there um i mean other than the fact of it's not really story-wise really surprising. It's just the typical boxer movie thing. It's going to be that. They didn't really say they were going to be anything more than that. Um, I just still am going to give it credit that this is three movies where I think the acting is still very good. This is also a bit more risky with actually some cinematic style um that it's pretty damn good uh i'm not gonna say that i still i still think the first one's the best uh and i think that this one is a little bit better than the second one i just have to revisit the second one but i just for jonathan majors alone he elevates it and he is probably actually the best villain in the entire connected franchise because you have Drago and you have uh, what's his name Mr. T mm-hmm. Clover Lang Clover Lang uh, they are cool villains but they didn't have anywhere near the depth yeah. that Jonathan Majors did yeah. because I was actually rooting for him at one point yeah I felt bad for him because 
you just feel terrible for him that it wasn't really something his fault. There is one giant nitpick I actually have, though, on the movie, and it involves, let's say, a certain reveal that happens before uh, the big fight. And the only other way I can try to say this without saying anything is if that was found out, then this fight should have been called off. Because then it would have been... It, it, it would not happen. Injury? Yeah. That, and then the reveal later. I was like, um... There should be some authorities now. But uh, at the time, I, when the, and then it just goes on like, okay, I'll guess I'll let that slide. But it still does kind of hang over that for me. Uh, but still, so far this year, this is right now my favorite movie of the year. But we're also now in the full swing of yeah, March. Like season. I said, March is loaded. Yeah. So I would personally probably give this a A minus. Yeah. <clears throat> Going into this, I was super excited, especially coming off of Jonathan Majors' performance as Kang. Because I was like, okay, well, you know, if he gives it any kind of performance like he did in that and this, then it's going to be great. But I liked Damien's backstory a lot. And I felt like it was the best out of all the Rocky villains. Um, mm-hmm. Had the most depth to it, like you said. And the chemistry between Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan, especially specifically in the ring. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, that, a lot of that stuff's probably, they probably had to do a couple times, but some of the shots that they got, like in the ribs and the face and everything, I unbelievable. And you know, his daughter was absolutely fantastic. I was really impressed with her, and it's probably her first movie, if I had to guess. Um, um, but I think it's it was basically stepping out from Rocky Balboa's shadow at last. For yeah. me, in this one, so there literally was no shadow. Exactly. So that was big for me in this, and I, you know, I had a lot of expectations, and it it met a lot of them. And I really, really dug this movie. Um, it is my favorite of the year so far, and I I agree with you. It's I think it's much better than the second one, and I would put it really close, really close to the first one. But I'd have to watch it again, maybe the third one. But I would probably say the first one's probably still a little ahead of it um but this was a wonderful surprise for march and i would hmm, i'd probably give it an a minus yeah it's it it kind of made it that high just alone on the acting yeah uh whatever story beats and stuff for me was elevated by that um now it is a question of how long this will last this is early in the year. Um, I actually don't recall if any of the other previous Creed movies did come out this early. I couldn't tell you. I don't think they did. I think they came out. I think out. it was like summertime, right? Either summer or I think maybe Creed 2 came out in like the latter half. Because I thought maybe, oh, it's Creed. Mm-hmm. It'll probably get some, you know, award talk possibly. And then I don't think it did. Um, but yeah. Uh, Pretty much, and also, if I thought about this, imagine if Rocky actually did show up. But if it but if it was Sylvester Stallone Rocky performance from the first one, 
in this with all the other performances, mm-hmm. I'd be like, wow, this was like amazing. Because that's, I think that's one thing that kind of still helps the first one. Because that actually was one of Sylvester Stallone's best performance. Absolutely. Um, but, and now it's a question on will there be another one? I thought there wasn't going to be after two. Same. I think I think this might be it though. Well, I see that the only way they could try to continue is involving his daughter. I feel like, and I'm obviously not going to give it away, but at the end of this movie, he does something in the ring, mm-hmm. and then he walks out of the ring, and he there's a certain something that it's showing mm-hmm. as he's walking, and it kind of fades. Yeah. I don't know. To me, that kind of just. But anything, I could, anything can happen, you know. But I think that was a good ending. Yeah. And also, it also just depends on how this does box office wise. Uh, my theater was probably half. And I was in one of the big ones. I was in seven. You were probably in one then. Yeah. How was your theater as far as people? Probably about half. Yeah. But we also went earlier ish. Because you went at three and I went at four. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with it. Um, Also, just wanted to throw this in here real quick because we just talked about Cocaine Bear. Um, I think that it's also hilarious that maybe Cocaine Bear actually was a contributing factor to Ant-Man having one of the biggest drops (laughs) second week for a Marvel movie ever. Cocaine Bear. Like almost, oh man, almost seventy percent drop. Holy shit! Between week one and week two, that is unheard of. Actually, I would have never guessed that. I would have said like maybe thirty percent. Seventy is a big number. Yeah, well, big number. And also, just to kind of help with this, uh, Batman versus Superman in the theater. Yeah, sixty-five drop. Mm. Which also was worse than Batman and Robin. Um, and I believe Thor Love and Thunder like a 50% drop so the fact that Ant-Man is now almost 70 that's bad that is very unheard of for a Marvel property right now and now I don't know we're gonna have to wait to see like what maybe Creed helped with that Mm. as far as uh, I'm gonna guess Creed is just gonna edge out Cocaine Bear. I don't know if, but who knows? Maybe the word of mouth was like, "Hey, this shit's crazy. <laughs> Go see it." Uh, and they're like, "It's all. It's also only an hour and a half." Where Creed is almost two. Yeah, it's hour fifty-six. I find that ironic though that Jonathan Majors is getting money taken from him, yet he's gonna be gaining it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he. For one, he's already making Marvel bucks. Yeah. Which is our and he already has future yeah, he has Marvel bucks coming. King Dynasty, yep. Yeah. Um, this was just like a hey, I think I just wanted to do this. And you know, explore my range here. And then he's like, Yeah, and I also want to get in jack shape. <laughs> yeah, right. I just I think it just makes me more excited about him and his future in Marvel because I'm a big fan of his right now. Yeah, I mean, I I like him right now, even as the character king. I'm still kind of like, what are they doing with him? I couldn't tell you. Again, 
I said this in my review for it. I think that they put so much great focus on how they did Thanos that it's like, so he's supposed to be the next big villain here. Okay. And whereas I just now thought of, I think Damien can come in here and punch Kang and Kang actually would be like, oh shit. <laughs> and he's like, am I, is that you, me from a different universe? Universes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boxing one. <laughs> It's like, what the hell is that? It's called boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, I would say that's definitely a fun recommendation going in for Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. And then just a definite strong recommendation from us from Creed 3. Highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, but would you think they would have to see the first two first? Do I think they'd have to see the first two yeah. first? Or do you think you could just, they could just go into it? That's a real there, question. There's actually a lot of things that are connected from. I personally two. think you should see the first two before. Well, yeah, but. and I just think you should because I think they're actually good movies. Um, and oddly enough, the way that I'm kind of thinking that's, but it's only just because I've not seen uh, Rocky three enough, and I've never ever watched. Which one was it? Rocky Five. Five was awful. Because <laughs> I've always heard Rocky Five was awful. It was. Um, it's then just like, I wonder how I would rank all of these. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be an interesting one to go through. Yeah, and I almost kind of want to say maybe I'd actually put Creed Three like at four. Maybe. I would have to, yeah, I, I'd have. To I'd have to revisit it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, otherwise, I guess because of the order that I'm releasing these. Keep your ears out for our Oscar predictions, which was definitely interesting and fun. <laughs> uh, one of us did definitely not put all their eggs in a basket on one movie. I'm yeah. not, not going to say that. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm actually kind of curious to know even what else is coming up. Because well, I, I can tell you every cause week. Because I'm, I'm like one of those where I was like, I look at what's playing on Wednesday. And then I'm like, oh, that's playing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Sure. I got this. The 10th, you have Scream 6. Oh, boy. And 65. I'm actually looking forward to 65. The 17th, you have Shazam. Mm-hmm. The 24th, you have John Wick 4. And the 31st, you have Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, boy. Which who, know- which, who knows? That actually might involve a few people for that review. Yeah, um, it's going to be somebody's only review of the year. You never know. I can see him totally going to that. They should all go to that. Well, I think that he actually might pick Renfield. Oh, well, I don't blame him there. And the person we're talking to is George. Oh, yeah, I don't blame him there at all. I was like, I think I know what one movie you might see this year. And he's like, what, Renfield? And he's like, is that the Nicolas Cage Dracula movie? I'm like, yes. And he's like, yeah, I might. <laughs> Because I don't know if he really wants to go see Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. There's a whole other shit going on with that also that I'm not <laughs> very well versed in. That have people boycotting the movie now. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the actual film at all. But the property. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard of this. George talked to me about it. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, Still, my most awaited in November. Does this does it go D yes. U 
N E Part two. Correct. Yeah. Austin uh, Butler, well, baby. Well, yeah, and now seeing him as Elvis. I know. I'm like, I'm actually kinda of looking forward to this. I know, right? <laughs> and then I actually forgot that he was also in Once Upon a Time. I see was. I completely yeah, forgot about text. that. Yeah. Wasn't until I came across the thing of him. My roles and I saw the cowboy, I was like, Oh yeah, that was him. <laughs> I guess that was kind of the start right there. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, got some big ones coming up. Uh, definitely a number of questions also with Shazam, how that's going to go. Uh, I will, however, admit that in this last trailer I just watched. Oh, yeah, it was on seeing, the uh, Creed. Yeah, Creed. I was kind of like, uh, they might be showing a little too much right now. I was already getting a vibe of what was going to happen. Yeah, the first couple of trailers didn't, like, it was only just showing, you know, them joking around and stuff. This one went super, super serious in depth with some of the stuff. It almost started to feel like it showed a whole scene. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Like a whole fight scene almost. And I was like, what? Oh, when Helen kicked him. Yeah. And then there's a dragon. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... Okay, I feel like you're really giving a whole lot here right now, so maybe we should stop. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens when we see that, because uh, other than that, I'm really interested in what will happen next. But, oh, yeah, because DC's going a completely different mm-hmm. direction. Yep. And, uh, this is probably one of the last... I think Zachary Levi's one of the last ones left, isn't he? Uh, Aquaman 2 also... Well, I mean, like, actor-wise, because I, yeah. I think Momoa's probably done after Aquaman, too. Maybe. And I think Levi might be one of the only few left. Uh, and then there's also the question of, is you-know-who still going to be around? Oh, I, I don't, I'm super mixed about that, but <laughs> we'll get to that another time. Oh, it, it's going to be one of the toughest reviews probably ever. Yeah, I agree with Just that. Just based it's on what be... I'm hearing. Oh, God. Like, that it's actually great. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Michael Keaton. Yeah. That was amazing. That when, was... He, when he appeared in the trailer, oh. I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that was nostalgia. I was like, oh, that, that, I saw the Batmobile, too, and I'm like, oh, my God, they had a Batmobile. I know. <sighs> I'm Batman. <laughs> God damn it. And then... We try not to die. <laughs> Just like, wow, you still got it. Yeah, it's, and I don't know. It, it, I'm excited for that part of it. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, until next time, and I'm the, trying to also figure out a way of what could be a first possible r- bad retro. <laughs> but because I definitely have something. And if it does stay on schedule. We also have another Batman theme thing coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fargo's birthday pick of what he wants to do, but we'll see if that does fully materialize. But we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, it's not till 420. And a half, yeah. yeah, when your literal birthday is 420. <laughs> We're not going to do a stoner comedy. <laughs> We're going to do Batman, okay? Totally makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, until then, see you guys next time. Later.